My name is Padraigo Tuma, and one of the obsessions I have in poetry is a poem that's an exploration of time. And that can sound like some kind of experimental physics project in poetry, but it's not really, because I find myself thinking of friendship in time when I think of the question of time. This year, it'll be 40 years since I met my friend Sinead. We were both in the same village, and, you know, through weddings and funerals and grief and joy and knowing each other well and not being in touch for years and then reconnecting through coming out through stories of survival. To mention her is to mention what it is that time does, how time can expand and contract. A poem can do that, but a friendship is the true home about what time can do. Ode to My Homegirls by Safia Elhilo. Smelling of orange rind, of cardamom, most beautiful girls in the world. Wake up, bitch, we're getting waffles. You can keep crying, but you're going out. My marriages, my alibis, my bright and hardy stalks of protea, and all I know of love I learned at 13, dialing Basma's home phone by heart to three-way call whatever boy, so that weeks later when the phone bill came, only Basma's familiar number beside the timestamp, clearing my name, Basma herself staying awake for hours to hang up the phone after. You who send pictures of your rashes to the group text and long voice notes from the bathtub, your laughter echoing against the tiles. You who scatter the world's map, piling into cheap buses and budget airlines, four of us asleep in my dorm bed, six of us overflowing my studio apartment, false lashes for weeks after, like commas in my every pillowcase. You clog my toilet and admit it. You text me screenshots from the Gucci fashion show, getting rich so I can get you this. And when I lived alone and that man followed me one night home from the sixth train up Lexington and into the hallway, tried for hours to break open my front door, you took turns from all your cities and stayed overnight with me on the phone for three days, snoring and murmuring in your sleep. I love odes and this ode, a praise song to homegirls, is a song of joy, of love, of strength and sustenance, of threat and of protection, of profound dedication. And it is so located in the in-between spaces between this group of friends, in their text messages to each other, in the way that they travel with each other and also in their sleep with each other, their bodies piled on each other or their way of communicating when they're far apart but staying in touch via the phone. I love this poem because of everything that can be encompassed within it. The opening line, smelling of orange rind, of cardamom, it's speaking about the smell of your friends. 
How close and tender towards each other do you need to be to know, oh, this is how you smell. And then the second line says, most beautiful girls in the world. And then suddenly it's wake up, bitch, we're getting waffles. You can keep crying, but you're going out. The ways within which you interrupt each other to go into somebody's room and to say, come on, we're going. It's fine if you're upset, but we're still going out. I'm taking over your life in a certain sense. Listen to me. Who's saying that to whom? Everybody, probably. It's going back and forth, depending as to who's going through what. And the, the intimacies of the body the smell of the body, using each other's bathrooms, admitting to using each other's bathrooms and clogging it up, finding a way where all of these things in life are interrupting each other is the ground of this poem to say your body, my body, shared ground, even at distance. All of these things are my commitment to you. things that this poem does is it connects various experiences of the phone to a family phone where there's an itemised phone bill and you get your friend to make the other call and loop somebody in and that would have seemed um, like it was a progression at some point to then group text messages in ways that the phone has changed and presumably the phone will change again and people are using it as a way of keeping in touch with each other. Somebody says, I'm going to get rich so I can get you this and communicates that to somebody else. It's to say you're with me when you're with me and actually you're also with me when we're not together. But it goes deeper than just technology. This goes into a way to say our communications can be a form of protection, protection from the prying eye of your parents, as well as protection from the threatening criminal pursuing that happened when that man followed the poet up from the subway and was banging on the door. And this poem speaks about the phone, speaks about nighttime and speaks about listening and sleep and the bodies of each other. These in some ways are the furnitures of this particular poem and to say that what it is that these friendships do is to turn towards each other and nothing is a barrier, neither distance, nor day, nor night, nor threat, nor sleep towards the ways within which bodies and communication veer and turn towards each other when they're needed in times of celebration and in times of devastation as well. is in 10 stanzas and each stanza has three lines and the lines have horizontal breaks in them too so there's a caesura, a gap and so there's a lot of space in this poem but there's no punctuation no capital letters no commas no full stops the whole way throughout the poem in a certain sense the poem crowds in on itself and as you read it you have to go where am I supposed to take a breath and it begins to sound to me at the start like it is a crowd of people who know each other well and who interrupt each other and one story follows another story the poem structure is friendly with itself and it's a company and the shape of the poem is a shape of love between friends and it shows how that is joyous and then as it culminates towards the end it shows how that deep love is protective and sustaining too for three full nights staying awake murmuring with each other in the phone. <laughs> 
A murmur is an onomatopoeic word, so to say murmur almost sounds like a murmur. And the poem finishes so quietly after having been a poem that builds up the volume of love and friendliness and travelling the world to be with each other. To My Home Girls by Safia Elhello. Smelling of orange rind, of cardamom, most beautiful girls in the world. Wake up, bitch, we're getting waffles. You can keep crying, but you're going out. My marriages, my alibis, my bright and hardy stalks of protea, and all I know of love I learned at 13, dialing Basma's home phone by heart to three-way call whatever boy, so that weeks later, when the phone bill came, only Basma's familiar number beside the timestamp, clearing my name. Basma herself staying awake for hours to hang up the phone after. You who send pictures of your rashes to the group text and long voice notes from the bathtub, your laughter echoing against the tiles. You who scatter the world's map, piling into cheap buses and budget airlines, four of us asleep in my dorm bed, six of us overflowing my studio apartment, false lashes for weeks after, like commas in my every pillowcase. You clog my toilet and admit it. You text me screenshots from the Gucci fashion show, getting rich so I can get you this. And when I lived alone and that man followed me one night home from the sixth train up Lexington and into the hallway, tried for hours to break open my front door, you took turns from all your cities and stayed overnight with me on the phone for three days snoring and murmuring in your sleep. comes from Safia El-Hillo's book, Girls That Never Die. Thank you to One World and Bloomsbury Publishing, who gave us permission to use Safia's poem. Read it on our website at onbeing.org. Poetry Unbound is... Gautam Shrikishan, Eddie Gonzalez. Lillian Bo, Lucas Johnson. Amy Chatelaine. Keila Edwards. And me, Chris Hegel. Our music is composed and provided by Gautam Shrikishan and Blue Dot Sessions. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios, which is located on Dakota land. Open your world to poetry with us by subscribing to our Substack newsletter. 
You may also enjoy Padraig's new book, Poetry Unbound, 50 Poems to Open Your World. For links and to find out more, visit poetryunbound.org. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota.